Hey guys, welcome back to Toys on Tap. This week we bring an incredible artist, has been toys to the podcast. So stoked to get Colin on. He has some pieces from us from a trivia he played a long time ago, and we're glad that he's now a maker. If you want more Toys on Tap, you can follow all the socials at Toys on Tap. It would be awesome. It costs you nothing means the world to us you can also do that with liking and subscribing to the podcast and also rate and review we would absolutely love that and if you want to support the show you can jump on the patreon at patreon.com slash toys on tap Hey, 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 what's there going on? There we go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, is Zoom being fickle for you? It was. Yeah, I get that all we the time. It. We got it. Am I getting it. a view at the workbench too? Oh, yeah. A little bit. Is there enough light? Dude, I'm I'm digging it. It's like pressure pot. Uh, paint, what's the one yeah, of yeah. the vacuum chamber? Oh, yes. Bro. For the, uh, for the molds. Yeah. I shine a little light on there. It's kind of bright, but I love I love seeing people's workstations because they always look so disorganized. But for that artist, it's like perfect. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yucko toys. Not... Hey, how did have you bought one of my pieces? How'd you get that sticker? <laughs> so, um, man, that was it was a while ago. Kind of when I first started, uh, started you know down the uh, rabbit hole of bootleg toys and yeah. art toys but uh i don't know if you remember there was a while back you did a trivia night one time with uh, radical hell radical yeah i remember i remember that was like the first time i ever met like b to the j was on there yeah did you and we were doing so i won something yeah what did you win the uh was it um the wish avenger or something ikea ikea the ikea robot dude it is so dope too i love that thing Dude, that robot. It was a good win, yeah. The what is so crazy is that is the least amount of work I put into a toy, <laughs> but the most sold toy by me. I believe it, man. I believe it. It's all about the card back for that one. It's you know, so it's funny. Perfect. I Brilliant. sold uh when I made the hard part is I couldn't find enough of that robot because it's just the case <laughs> K2SO. Um and I when I first did it, um, some guy came on. And he's like, I'll take 15 of them. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I was like, great. That's fine. You got to give me a couple of weeks because I got to get these things <laughs> shipped in. <laughs> uh, but luckily it happened. Dude, I'm so stoked. You're here. You got a glorious beard. You, It's popping. Oh, I thank you. Holy moly. <laughs> it's kind of new. Only... I've been growing it since a little bit before Christmas. Yeah. Dude, keep it going. Be, make that your thing. It's good. getting kind of lazy. Is all. Yeah. Um. I'm stoked that you're you got on. one. You got one kicking too right now. I, I know. I said, yeah, you get thick. You know. What the, you know what they really are. It's really just to hide the double chin. That's all it really is for me. <laughs> Same here, man. <laughs> if everyone's honest, beards are usually just to hide the double chin. It's fine. Um. It's whatever. The longer but, the longer it gets, the better. The yeah. Hides. Then I got to get it get down fatter. to like hide the beer belly. Yes. Exactly, exactly. My <laughs> wife would be so pissed. She always is like, grow your beard out. And I'm like, you're not the one that has to maintain it. Or like the scrub, like I got to do all that. So maybe I won't. Yeah, you know, growing a beard, it it, it is kind of like more work. Yeah. I got to take care of it. I got to like. Yeah. And then you drink your coffee. It's in your coffee. Ugh, I hate you that eat so something. Much. It's all over your face. Yeah. Cause and like the, there are whole foods that I've sworn off like s'mores. I won't eat because my mustache, <laughs> um, there was a time I ate one and it was like stuck. And I was like, F this, this is so stupid. Yeah. Dude. Luckily my wife will, will she'll kind of like give me a little signal. Like, Hey, you got something like yeah. right here. And then I'll, I'll take it, dude, I'll take a napkin and I'll wipe it. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's like a whole fucking sandwich on the side of my face. Yep. Yep. Or <laughs> this is, I mean, uh, we can, <laughs> we can stop it after this one, but I, if I used to drool hardcore, there was a time in my life where I would drool so much. 
And I have had big beards in my life. And I one time woke up and there was enough drool that had drooled into my beard. And it was just like a <laughs> just crusty. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was like, this will never happen again. And so it is what it is. Hey, you're on. This is your episode, Toys on Tap. I'm stoked that you're on. Man, I'm stoked, dude. This is a this is a pretty cool special thing. I'm uh, I'm I'm glad to be on. Of course, of course. It's my love letter to the toy community. So, however many artists I can get on, my love letter just gets bigger and bigger. What a cool outlet, man. And hey, congrats on uh you got 2k followers and 100 plus episodes. Hey, 2023. Yeah, we're making it uh or something. I here's if like if we're being honest, the followers come because people I'll buy toys from people and give them away or artists will like send them to me and we'll do giveaways. And depending on how rad the toy is like that, <laughs> like I do the giveaway and it goes like hard. Um, the last two uh, I gave away that Krang. So good. My Instagram blew up and it wouldn't stop for a little bit. And yeah. then I gave away um, the seer from Elixir. Uh, oh, and that thing yeah. popped off and i'm gonna cut big this was that uh the elixir that i mean it's only like man i don't even have anything to reference it's it's really it's not as big it as was... you think okay all right but um what makes the piece for that me incredible least, yeah for me at least what makes the piece is um not the size like i'm not there for the size i'm there for like the detail the amount of for work real, that yeah. put into it um if i remember right it was um sculpted by motley miscreations and okay. uh, i don't know if you know him but he does three yeah, the sculpt was insane yeah super and cool anything that he does i'm in for because he was the one that sculpted astron for me so it's like awful. oh i didn't know that okay yeah. and the, have you cool. have you seen the ragnar figure that's the green one right dude it's it's that one is like this big what it's massive now that one the elixir one looked big that one doesn't look as big right ragnar is massive and it's like it has some weight to it the luchador figure is like it looks like 12 inches they're massive is that something like 20 parts or something like that too um i don't know uh you know ragnar it has the the shell the head uh two hands the shoulders and then a swappable hand the legs and I think the tail okay, might okay. come off. Nice. Yeah, it's massive. But hey, we're not here for them. We're here for you. So, oh, we're 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 chilling. Yeah. Um. I please introduce yourself before we continue anything else. Let's introduce you. All right. My name's Colin. I go by Has Been Toys on Instagram. I've been uh, making toys now for going on two years. Started in late February 2021, and uh, hope people dig my stuff. We all do. We all dig your stuff. Um, so I want to ask, I, I, I got to start with the name because um, has-been has a negative connotation when I've called people a has-been. Walk right, right, through right. how you got to <laughs> has-been toys. Um, a, a, there's a couple things. When I, when I first, when I had my first notion of making toys, making figures, I think even on Trivia Night, you would, you would ask, Am I, a, am I a collector or am I a creator? And I was like, well, I'm a collector. Because at that time, I was just, oh, my God, I couldn't get enough of, of the scene, you know? But I was I was right on the cusp of of looking at videos, seeing how to make stuff, talking to um, just titty beans, talking to hoodwink toys, you know, hey, what do you guys use? What what kind of resin type do you use? And, uh, you know, they got me, They they really kind of groomed me into, like, just going out there and just diving in right so that was that was super cool of those guys huge shout out um so when i first started i wanted to do i was like well you gotta have kind of a niche right everyone's got got a thing so my thing was going to be making ghost sheets Mm. that would fit over like your vintage teenage mutant ninja turtles your playmobile guys your gi joe guys and i was going to make them out of rubber they go you know on and off Thing I learned really quick is that's hard as fuck. Yep. To cast. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of that idea 
was. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll figure that out. And then I got, I got really close with a couple. And then I was like, okay, I need a name. So I, I had a huge list of names um, that I was going to, that I was going to use. I actually created one account and then I, I had it for like a day and I was like, no, I'm not, not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I always liked that, the play on words, you know, I don't know if that's coming like old skate stickers and stuff like that. Um, I was just looking at the, the Hasbro logo, the vintage one. And I'm like, Oh, I should put some ghost sheets on these, on these cats. And, and I was like, I know Hasbro has been, it was just like staring me right in the face. Yeah. I'm, hey, and I'm then it, it's it. kind of like, and so I don't know. It's kind of like, also, these are all, you know, we all like vintage toys. I mean, that's kind of like nostalgic for me personally. So it's kind of like a thing of the past, you know, it's has been, right? Yeah. God, that's so, so kind of, it kind of works. It kind of works out in a, in a few different ways, you know? Yeah. I, um, there is, I've talked to Suck Lord a lot and he said he brings up the idea that we all, based on some of our names, like we all talk bad about ourselves unintentionally, right? Like Yucko Toys, there's Yuck Trading Co. Um, and so when I read the name Hasbin, I was like, oh, is he calling himself a Hasbin already? What's happening? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I saw it and I love it. And I the logo, it's the two ghosts, right? Yep. yep. Which I, I love. And so you got like a theme going with ghosts. And that's what it. I was going to start out at. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to start out as. And then uh, I don't know. I got, I got just way too eager, and I'm maybe ahead of myself. And you know the the casts for the for the ghost sheets, it wasn't working out too well. I bet you now, if I went back, you know, knowing what I know now, I could probably pump some out and make that mm-hmm. make that a thing. But man, since since like that not going too well, and just I wanted to cast something, so I'm grabbing like ET. You know, I'm 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 grabbing a Smurf. And I just start casting those. And then from then on, it's just like, I just got all these ideas and just never looked back, you know? Yeah. And they are coming out. Like, I don't know how, cause with Instagram, it's tough. We always don't see the, the behind the scenes, all the failures and stuff, but your, your casts are coming out beautiful. I, I've gotten pretty lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm totally like, I'm, I'm always up for the challenge. Like there's, I, I look at a figure and, slother for example yeah i didn't i didn't see too many out there that too many figures that had wings so i was like okay how, how the hell you how do you do that right so you know just pouring the mold and you know stopping at certain points and okay that this is what it's going to look like because you know i'm still kind of amateur right and just mm-hmm. kind of playing it by ear um just trial and error really and then it was the first mold i made of that it worked out yeah and i was like oh man kick ass yeah, you I know, still have that, that. That mold is still going strong. I, that's probably that and the Smurf is, is holding on. Yeah, really good. I've, I've had a couple molds like hold on for dear life, and it's like you you like you can get all of them out, and then you start to slowly see the toy like degrading over time. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I. You know. I. Uh, I think my first interaction with you uh, outside of trivia, somehow you had already <laughs> like made your way through the toy scene because I had posted like, I need help with, and I think it was like rubberized stuff. And you, someone had said, go talk to you. And you were talking to me about Flexit that like. And- oh, yeah. Oh, was it with the with the big boy, like the bendy toy? Yeah, and I, I just like that wasn't something that I initially. I'm just always fascinated because some people in the toy scene they like start going down a path that I just haven't gone down yet, and so it was awesome to immediately have someone that I could go to. That's cool. Um, I kind of like I said, it's all, it's, it's, dude, it's super hard to be original in, in this scene. Like just today I'm looking at, I'm looking at posts and man, things people are kicking out are just stupid. Good. Right. So fucking good, man. It's like, well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not at that caliber yet, you know, but so I'm, I'm kind of like thinking of like, well, what, what am I seeing? That's not being done. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't see, 
I didn't see too many figures with wings. I didn't see anybody doing ghost sheets on figures. Um, the the bendy toy, bendy figure, finger puppets. You know, I'm not seeing anybody really doing those. Someone had messaged me and they're like, oh, yeah, I did that like a year ago. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I That's the hard part about – I think that – like I love when people resin cast everything. Right. Like there are so many things we can recreate. Every toy has been made. Um, and that's why it was like, man, I want to make my own toy so quick. Like I, I want to go down that path so I could say like, this is it. But even parts of my own toy, you can see glimpses of the toy world. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely see that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I do want to talk about some of your figures because, man, you are knocking it out of the park with some of these. Um, but before we get there, we got to walk back. We got to walk it all the way back. Tell me about toys and you growing up. Did you have them? Did you collect them? You smash them around like all of us did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't have a single one from my childhood. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I worked at, at Goodwill for a while as a donation attendant. and there would be, you know, people donate their old toys so that I would slowly start collecting them back since then, you know, or from that time. But uh, I don't know. I'd go on eBay now and then, try to buy some of them back. But uh, I was huge into G.I. Joe. That was by far my favorite uh, figure of the 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got He-Man and Star Wars, of course. But uh, yeah, G.I. Joe guys were the shit. That's I think that's going to be my next challenge is doing gi joe guys yeah so here's the question already, yeah you had gi joe i have to ask then did you have the aircraft carrier i did what i did well yeah um one christmas morning go out in the living room and there that fucker was <laughs> it was it was kick-ass yeah it, it's just it was so huge man i i told my dad not that long ago i was like Best Christmas ever was waking up and going out and seeing that aircraft carrier. Yeah, just so he just so he knew that that was a that was a badass gift. Where did you put it? Did it just stay in your room? Like it took up the majority. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I had a I had a bunk bed. Yeah, so it it was basically the bottom bed. Yeah, like there wasn't a bed there. It was just taking up that space. Yeah. Oh yeah, it ate up a good portion of the of the bedroom for sure. I got the. I was talking about this with someone. I got the worst part of gi joe uh because i was born in 90 so i got like okay gi joe extreme and it like i don't know there was there were some good gi joes though that they were at least making them the same way right uh as they were in the 80s no the one that i had and it could have been maybe just this one like brief line this guy was posed weird only his waist and arms moved and his head moved and he had the, it was like the biggest muscles trying to keep up with like nineties Marvel comics. And it was just yeah, so yeah, weird yeah. looking, but yeah, I didn't, like, I didn't have right. much. I was at a uh, antique store a few weeks ago and they had a, a storm shadow. Yep. And I was like, man, I've never, I've never seen that storm shadow before. It was it like it glowed in the dark. So this is, it probably came out in the era when I was kind of getting out of toys. Mm -hmm. It was probably, I would say early nineties. And, uh, the fucker's rad. I, I had to have it. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm taking that home. Yeah. I I spend my time. I think most of the toys, if I do get any of the like, whatever you call them, industrial toys or, I don't know, corporation style toys. I don't know. Um, if I get any of them, it's always the ones that I had when I was a kid. If I can find one of those. It's rarely yeah. anything that's on the shelves now. I just have no interest in those things. Unless it's like, unless it's Super 7. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think you know and, seven is tough because it's only because I'm gonna tear it apart usually. Mm -hmm. My sloth from uh, Goonies was a Super Seven figure uh, that uh, that got disassembled. My uh, my son was actually a little little pissed off at me because <laughs> the wings that I the wings that I used for that was um he had I bought him like a set of old like Godzilla figurines mm -hmm. and that was mothra yep. and i chopped the wings off and he saw what i was kind of doing and i was like like putting it together and stuff and i could just see the look on his face huh? 
I was like, because I didn't think he liked Mothra or whatever. Godzilla is what all the kids like, but he really dug the Mothra. And I was like, oh, I felt super bad. <laughs> so I, I had to, I'm not eBay looking up that exact same one, so I had to get him replacement. But yeah, he was. He brings that up every now and then. He's like, you know, if I if I get a new toy, he's like, don't take it apart. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I won't. Oh, dude, <laughs> you're good. What's crazy too is the amount. I, I was taking apart a toy last night. Um, I'm working on trying to create a, a random toy, and I can see it in my head, but I don't know what it's going to be yet. But I was taking apart one of the um, Power Ranger droids or uh, Zords. Cool. And uh, just like unscrewing all these pieces and do and just destroying it. And my God. like, yeah, well, it was this extra, it was a beater one. Like it was missing pieces wow. and yeah. Um, but like my heart, I, as I was done, I was looking at all the pieces. It was like, what have I done? <laughs> I feel that way. I kind of feel that way with the, with the GI Joe guys. I, I started watching videos. There, there's some good videos out there, like how to, uh, you know, pop the rivets out and put the yeah. rivets back in. Um, and yeah, it's like, there's, there's a lot of pieces of GI Joe guys too. It's like, that would be a, that'd be a pretty insane mold. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like guys like, I don't know, black major, there was a, there was another guy that just did a huge drop. He was doing all GI Joe guys with like mixed between like star Wars. Fuck. I wish I could remember that guy's name. It was such an awesome drop. It was maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago, but anyway, that would be that'd be really cool to do something like that. Just yeah. as just see if I could, you know. At some point in your having of GI Joes and stuff, we you went through the same thing. We all go through. You get rid of it all. Yeah. Your mom or dad does. It happens. Yup. Um, or I just destroyed probably seventy percent of them, right? Yeah. BB, and BB guns or whatever. <laughs> the amount of things <laughs> I shot with a BB gun. Uh, right. Right. And as you like go through this, walk me through, um, like figuring out because this is an art form. Are you an artist by trade? Is this type of thing that you get into? Like, what got you to the point of recollecting toys? Let's start there. You know, it. I've always I've always liked toys. Yeah. You know, when I was even in high school, you know, going to Target with with buddies and just looking down the toy aisle. And there's like Ronin Warriors. Those were fucking really cool when those came out. Um, this is, yeah, this is in the 90s. The, uh, what else is really cool around then? Anyway, as an adult, going to like Barnes and Noble, this is a, this is a few years ago. And, you know, you go to the toy area in Barnes and Noble and they got like really dope toys sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I seen I seen a gremlin, and it was like the burglar gremlin, right? He's got a revolver in his in his hand, and he's got the ski mask on. I was like, "Who the hell's doing making those? That's so fucking cool." Bought that, and I, I see that it's it's super it's a reaction figure. Mm-hmm. So you know, just looking them up on Instagram and, and just totally falling in love with that stuff. Uh, it's just kind of led me down the path that I'm at now. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you had to come across like once you hit Super 7 reaction figures, you get to a point where you start um, seeing people are customizing and going nuts with them. Yeah. So then it was like then it was like, I don't know, being on Etsy and looking at stuff. Yeah. And I, and I remember I remember Yazzie's Bart was one of the people that I found on, on Etsy. And this dude was making like really good Simpsons casts. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was actually one of the first people that I seen do like a, a double cast. He had like, he had done like a Bart Simpson with a, like a mill house, a little miniature mill house inside of the Bart. Mm. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And this is a long time ago. Right. And then in, on Etsy, I find titty beans and oh my God, titty beans. Right. Yeah. And so cool. I gotta, I gotta get something from him and you know, and then I don't know, just, pandemic hit i'm on instagram just looking around i'm just finding every yourself you know you're one of the first uh makers that i followed hoodwink toys yeah just which is from there crazy uh those are like I, the those are like the early ones for me yeah yeah which is weird. like i started 2020 um and it, it was like the, my first dabbling in making toys and all that stuff and 
um, there was just a giant wave of people that like I've heard it get shit on a little bit where it's like, oh, all these people came in and started making toys. But it's like that giant wave that came in in 2020 was awesome. Like I just remember hanging out with so many people. It was fun, man. I even I even look back. And like I said, I'm I'm probably a collector more than a creator because I just I love I love the scene so much. Um and I've I've kind of always dabbled in, in the arts, but more or less music. Yeah. I, I would sculpt. I had a I had a like a second shift job. And when I'd come home at night, I'd get out at like 145 in the morning and I'd just come home and there's nothing to do, shit on TV. So I bought some like sculpty. Mm-hmm. And I just make stuff. I'm like making sculpts of the cat laying there on the on the floor. Um, but I I made I made one that was like a head, and the head went into like a sack. I molded like a sack, but then took wire and made the arms so it could kind of twist mm-hmm. and the head would move. So it was kind of like a it was like my first moving you know figure. I was like, oh, that would be super rad to continue doing something like that. But you know, it's just a quick hobby at the time you know but i still have that it's up in my son's room and i kind of look back it's like oh that was that was technically my uh my first figure right there yeah which is that's a dope first figure um and you dabbled yes everyone starts like tiptoeing and like dipping their toe oh, yeah. in the pool so who that you're the first person asked this who was the one that made you like you saw it and you were like i gotta do that Probably Titty Bean, okay. you know, because he was, like I said, he was one of the first ones that I seen like on Etsy before, before I seen anything on, on Instagram, but yeah. man, you, you know, Instagram, you just, you find it all there, you know. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, the galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We almost crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. <laughs> Wait! Salvation! Hooray! We're saved, DLP2! Limited edition custom artist-made action figures and DKE Toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! Yeah, Titty Bean sculpts are intense. They are... Uh... A super nice dude, too. Like, just yeah. reached out to him early on and it was like, you know, just asking him simple questions, which weren't simple to me at the time, but to him, he's probably like, oh yeah, that's all you got to do. And just, I don't know, the the love and, and, and kind of respect in the community is, is super rad. I, I I can't appreciate it any more than, or say anything, like put it in words even, how just cool people are when you reach out yeah. for it's help, a- you know. I have met very few people that um, spoil that. Very few. But the overwhelming thing in this community is intense. Like it's just like everyone wants to help each other or they want to, they want you to learn. So they're showing you how to do it. And then they just step back, which is so helpful. Yeah. I uh, mean, hell, even uh, before, even before like really, you know, talk with titty beans and stuff, just, going on youtube and you got the steady craft and you know yeah craftsman's out there he's doing his thing and you know that's inspirational and, and he's he really like breaks it down you know he shows you you know this material does that this material does this and it, that was extremely helpful too yeah as you get to it and you start like dabbling and you start doing this because you're watching people like titty bean um what are some of the first figures you start making First thing I made was, it was the ET. Yeah. And it was shortly after, like during the ET release, I was already casting the, uh, the violent Smurf. But, uh, then I had some, I don't know, you always got to make throw-ins, right? Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what I had as freebies back then. I had some coins. I had like a tails I win or heads you lose, tails I win, something like that, or coin that I casted. That was kind of fun. Heads I win, tails you lose. That, that's yep. what it was. Um, just try to do something different. And, and I always appreciate when I was, or when I collect stuff and, and make purchases from artists, all the all the 
the cool like throw-ins that people are doing sometimes are like just as rad as the the thing i've purchased yeah yeah you know, stickers are stickers are fun i love making stickers uh that's that's one of the things that you know i'm always kind of dabbling in and uh you know the, the the programs on my phone or whatever the apps on my phone just moving moving images around trying to make a make a cool sticker yeah i'm running out of places to put stickers so many people I send, believe it yeah they send me <laughs> so many or i buy them and it always like stickers are in the box or you go to designer con and everyone's handing out sticker packs and it's like this is awesome i have no more places to put them um i see beat of the j he did like a he does like a like a picture frame like you go to i don't know you go to like a hobby lobby or, or target or something and buy like just buy like a frame and just leave the plexiglass or whatever there and just start plastering with stickers. That's a pretty cool look. I, I think that's a really neat thing. We we did that at uh, in my in my office that I work at that work in. Uh, that that turned out pretty cool. We we've run out of uh, room for stickers on that. Yeah, man, I that is a really I've never seen that from him. Um, yeah, oh, it's it's super cool. You should ask sometime. Well, I think I talked to him today. I need to get on that. Um, so he. Are you like as you, you're creating and you're doing these little things? Articulation obviously is like the next step that we all jump into. Um, yeah, yeah. And you start jumping into that. At what point do you make um, between when you start to slothra that has like full articulation, has like wings on it, all kinds of stuff? Yeah, after after doing after doing the Smurfs and the ET, it's like okay, what's what's next level stuff, right? Let's yeah. you know, I've, I've done that. I know how to mold now and make and make casts. I always wanted to do articulation, mm-hmm. so you know, putting that all together wasn't wasn't that hard. Okay, <laughs> I did I did find you know you gotta you gotta test material. Yep, um, and there's there's tricks to to the molds too. Um, I found, you know, because my first cast, you know, the limbs are all loose. You can like wave it in the air and they they flip them, you know, up and down. So it was like a little trick. It, you just just cut away at the mold a little bit, like right there at the at like the stem mm-hmm. of the of the limb. Just make that uh, make that peg, uh, if you would, just a little a little thicker, and you'll get a tighter fit. Because I was looking at, it, I was like. And I'm gonna have to shim this up somehow and like put like a rubber O-ring in there or something. And I was like, oh shit, just start hacking away at the mold and make God. it tighter. Man, I it's little things like that that would have been helpful when I first started. I I can't I burnt through so much silicone. Oh, it's expensive too. Yeah. When you do <laughs> when you when you make a bad mold and you're just like, oh man, there's there's 40 bucks down the drain, 80 bucks down the drain, you know. Yeah, I finally just started buying Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live. It's Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! There's way cool artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Collector spotlight. Ooh, Current and upcoming shows and drops. Drive. Giveaways. What? Short chats with artists. News from the hood. indie all the time. That's That's Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Um, The bigger sizes where it's like 15 gallons. Holy shit. That's insane. Well, it's like it comes out to um, cheaper by like almost 100 bucks. And so, wow. yeah, so right. you can, you can swing it. It makes it easier. I've never, I've never done the math. No, I'm always doing the trial sizes. Yeah. Cause the trial sizes are perfect. Like, yeah. Cause I, I didn't know, like, does, what's the expiration date on these things too. And like, you know, if I do the trial sizes and I'm, if I'm not casting or making molds, they're just sitting on the table for, I don't know how long. Right. Yeah. I wish someone would tell you, I need someone like and maybe it's my own ignorance. I need someone to come out from Smooth on to say like, "Hey, use it before this after you open it." But no one, uh, not that I can find. Yeah, I don't do they even have expiration dates? They do. It just says use yeah. like I never, um, I never looked. <laughs> yeah, it's like use uh, quickly or something like that. But I know I that just, I figure they got to expire eventually, right? 
Yeah, and Barbarian Rage has told he's got on camera to say like this is how you store it. This is what you should do. Um, but I'm assuming if you're asking that question, you've gotten to the point where when you unscrew the cap, it's like stuck to it. It's like flaked off. Oh yeah, been yeah. there. Yep. So, I and it'll still work. Past, I've had some for a very long time and just thrown it in to see what would happen. Still came together. Like I don't know it. I don't know what happens. It's probably years, eh? Yeah, I don't know. But I, it's so like you start dabbling in colors and glitter and all kinds of stuff really early on, which holy hell. The the glitter was um was a star killer figure from uh yeah. Super 7. It was it was like it was I bought it. It was it was all like black. I don't know if it's an exclusive like I don't know black friday deal or you know something like that i'm not really sure but i had to have that one because i just dug the glitter my daughter had oh she had this shopkins toy and it was just a little tub but it was like blue and all the glitter inside i was like that looks really rad i want to i want to make something like with the glitter in it yeah so i uh you know even just asking people in the scene what they use as far as glitter and you know a lot of people use like the the flake like actual metal flake that you use in like car paint and stuff like that so that's what i purchased which is it's a little chunkier yeah yeah it's dope because mm-hmm. i did buy some stuff on amazon and it it's just dust it's not it's not nice yeah i've you know and i i've gotten um people like spice dream toys they put candy or rocks in it and it's dope <laughs> and uh i know right <laughs> i have one of his stormies that has not one of the big ones but one of the smaller ones oh, that has the, rocks yeah. in it the stones man the gems that's and they're that's so, so sick good. i love it um but you you do this and then something happens in your creating where then you blow everyone out of the water by making i think it's pronounced the kawakian warrior and you make something that is like the horse comes out perfectly it looks perfect uh it's clear ass resin like animals with the four legs always seem super difficult to cast for me for some reason and you knocked it out of the park walk me through that what what's the inspiration behind that walk me through that oh you know Again, just being in like an antique store and seeing seeing these old vintage toys or being at like antique flea markets and seeing them and I was like, oh, I gotta do I gotta cast something that's like old school like that, right? Yeah. Um and so I I, I found that horse with an Indian on it and just had it just as a just a cool figure around the house for the longest time. And I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta think of something for this. So I'm just looking around and and what what what's the uh what is the uh the crumbs salacious crumbs yeah. i had one of those laying around and i was like let's let's use him mm-hmm. and then i had to get like a backstory right so i'm i'm like okay what is what is a good name for this and you're just kind of well where where is salacious crumbs from he was from the planet kowak so well, there it is he's a kowakian warrior which is incredible um and is that a mark is that horse a mark's toys horse uh that i don't think is it's like uh it's definitely the same era okay 1940s uh, 1950s. I'll to, yeah i'll have to get back to you on that I, I don't recall what the manufacturer is on that i think i had because well, i saw it and i think i had something like that in the bin of you get all those like little yeah it's, totally that's kind of what i'm saying it's you see you see like all the army guys but like the big ones i like i like the five and a half inch ones and you know they just you, you look at them like those are fucking really good sculpts right you know and you're there's there's one particular one i still got to get it like i'll find one on ebay but it's one of a cowboy and he's he's been shot and he's kind of leaning back and his his hat's like falling off to the ground but just what an incredible freaking sculpt that is and they, and that's that's a marks um, that's a marks figure that one okay i'm always like i'm super interested in um 
like G.I. Joe, or not G.I. Joe. Is that what they're called, G.I. Joe? Those little green army men. They're not G.I. Joe, right? Just army men. Yeah. yeah. So those always were like just throwaway pieces. Most kids, they'll play with them. They just whatever. But Dogs chew them up. Yeah, but if you take a second to look at them, like the weapons, the grenades are sculpted on them. Like that took so much time and they're just yeah. like quick prints now. And we just yeah. kind of do whatever with them. Kind of like, oh, what's whatever. It's kind of cool. Yeah, you, you definitely, well, you're a kid, so you, you take a lot of things for granted. You know? but, but as an adult, you really, well, you take a look at this stuff too. And then now knowing what I know and like making toys, it's like, that is no shit, man. That is a, that's a really kick-ass sculpt on a lot of those vintage uh, figures. Yeah, you know, I um, the ones that I see that I'm always it's like, uh, man, what are they? The knights. Um, have you seen the knights that look like the little army men? They're mm-hmm. in the same types of positions, but they've got like more detail and stuff. Like, who? Why are we producing that rad of stuff in that kind of thing? I just right, like, right. I've never understood that because as a kid, that's I loved those as well. Uh, I had hundreds of the little army men, and you just take rubber bands and shoot them off and do whatever. Yes, yeah. Um, it was it was more or less. I mean, I liked I liked articulation the most. Yeah. Uh, but definitely had oh my god, boxes full of those things. Yeah. You know, yeah, like the whole like. Indian tribe, you know, play set or something like that, right? Yeah, uh, I yeah, with all the little teepees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and if I remember correctly, the Kowakian Warrior, Kowakian, Kowakian, it sold out, correct? Yeah, that was a pretty easy thing to sell out because I only made four of them. That's, but that's a lot of so that, like they're big. Uh, it was big. the The horse was hollow though, so it was kind of misleading the way. Okay. The way that it looks, because it actually didn't take that much resin. Okay. The mold, the mold for that horse was a bitch, man. Tell me about it. It was a bitch. I needed to do like, I needed to do like nostalgic type of mold for that. Yeah. Um, I was like, like always, I'm just winging it. Like, forget to put it. All right, put it in the mold, see what happens. You know, start pouring mold or uh, silicone, and just see what happens. And I, I was like, okay, now I can kind of see how it would work. Yep. But it got to a point where when I removed the horse from the mold, that was the sketchiest part. I've, I've broke probably, I don't know, five horse legs taking it out because those were like a harder resin. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew that they had to be kind of rigid. So I had to be very careful how I took them out of the mold. And then I was like, well, I'll just start kind of cutting the mold apart a little bit more. So, it, you know, allow that, that horse to kind of pop out easier. It came to a point where like I was I was beginning to like staple the mold <laughs> the mold back together. Yeah. Just to get a few more casts. Cause like I probably made ten, eight or ten of those. Yeah. But only maybe six good ones. Okay. You know, I, I had there was there was just most broken. They went up in my kids' rooms, you know, they they like collecting the uh the miscasts and yeah. scraps I got laying around, you know. I always, um, I think about that a lot. You know what pisses me off about molds is sometimes I'll get a really good cast and it's like, that is like, that's sellable. Awesome. And then the next one is bad, but the mold yeah. didn't change. What the hell? Like, I can't figure what the out. Fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening and it drives me nuts. So with that, like you made that kind of a figure, you worked it out. It was like, whole, so you had to make a nostalgia type uh, type mold. Where I wish you... I could. Yeah. That's what I needed to do. Something like so he's doing. Yeah. With like that kind of stuff, like where are you headed? What, what is next on your docket? Um, I, I'm really digging the glio stuff. Yeah. Uh, when I did when I did Slothra, that was my first kind of experience with, like like the uh, the Glios peg. Yep. The 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 back side of the card where it's just the butterfly with Sloth's head on it. Mm-hmm. That's removable, and I made like a, a little skull that can pop in place. Okay. So the next thing is also Glios, and it's it's an actual it's marks also, 
Oh yeah. It's the, the, the urban cowboy. Yeah. So those are, you can pop, you can pop stuff out of there and put like machine guns in its hands or a decapitated head. Which is so sick for Glios. Um, I've never worked with Glios. Um, I just know about the toys. Do you have to use those or can you buy the pegs and everything separately? I I'm I bought a pack. Okay. Just so I could just so I could use the uh the pegs. Yeah. Because I, you have to have a you have to have a two-sided peg uh-huh. in order for that to work. Yeah. I, you have to have a, like a full one. I'm always so nervous because that means when you're molding, you got to make sure that like mold stuff gets in Centered, that hole perfectly. Yep. yep. And which I you can, am not which that you good. can you can achieve that with with like the clay when you're making the the mold. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll purposely kind of fill in that little area so then you make a little pocket. Yeah. For that that peg to sit in. But uh, I was you know and I did that because well I already did. I already did slothra with the articulation and then I was, you know, I was looking at, you know, what, what Glios had to offer. And, and I thought that was just a really cool kind of endeavor to go down. But I was, I always liked magnets, yep. but too, too scared to try it. <laughs> that was the one thing that I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to mess around with that. It, it looks, it looks very hard to be honest with you. Magnets are, um, I mean, they're actually, they may look, they're pretty easy to use. I've used magnets a couple times. Here's where it messes up. So my idiot brain, like when you put Matt, you know, when you put magnets together and they don't want to go together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) In the body, like you need two magnets per side for the arms. You have to make sure that the magnets going into the body also are attracted to each other. Yeah. I can see that being a, yeah. Absolutely, yes. That yep. has to happen. <laughs> and I have messed that up enough times to where over like time it like forces out and it like explodes. So whatever that that piece. Uh, magnets are not my favorite. I've done it. Uh, I've never used glios. I've used um, a socket and. Bar. Oh really? Really? Yeah. I think that would. Yeah, like He Man guys. I I haven't done any He Man or mm-hmm. any any Motu stuff. Um. You know, I see I see a lot of guys doing that and do it extremely well. Yeah. Um, I just I like the idea of interchangeable parts. You know, that's yeah. why I thought the magnets were super rad. And that's why these glass ones, I just figured was a little bit easier than that. Yeah. So that's what that's why I went that row. The ones that I've seen that are like the best that just I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like they just feel like they're the best. They feel better than He-Man, even for me. Um the street sharks bootleg ocean warriors. If you can get your hands on one, they pop so well. And the art like arms and waist are the only things that do it. But oh, okay. the system, it feels like a mixture between He-Man and Goliath almost. Okay. And it's like they it's a weird, I don't know, like a weird rubbery type plastic. It pops good, it pops back in. It's just perfect. That's, isn't that that's the the best part to me is is getting that pop like you know you know you did a good one if you get that yep. little you get that little pop which i um, yeah so i recently i've been struggling to get i use what i would prefer to use is flex at 90 for uh for that kind of figure and they've just been on back order for over a month yeah and i'd really like to get started on this and talking to a I don't know if he's a newcomer. He's he's new to me. Ordinary toys. I do not know that name. Man, this guy kicking out some cool shit. Man, I'm yeah. telling you, he he. To me, right now, like, uh, I can't. I think I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head right now. That's he. Okay, just check this out. So he he puts out this figure, mm-hmm. and it's it's Glios. I guess kind of like General Porpoise, right? Yep. I mean, he's he's relatively new, maybe a year, and he's just like, holy shit, just killing it with with figures lately. But this this um this ordinary toys guy, he, he came out with like this renegade mm-hmm. 
uh, release. It's all these different figures, and there's this like Renegade Wolf or something like that. And I, I totally bought one because I, I just thought it looked super fucking cool. Very affordable. What is this, Master? Deep in the darkest corners of our earth, digital sculptors are choosing body parts and combining them in unnatural ways. <laughs> they are making a mutant. The evolving group of worldwide toy makers has been collaborating digital sculpting and making a mutant on Instagram. <laughs> making a mutant. on Instagram. Join Making a Mutant on Instagram, a digital sculpting toy collab. Soon as I got it, like, first thing I noticed is that the holster on the leg, you could put the freaking gun in it. Oh, I was like, oh my god, dude! Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, man, these guys are just—that's that's awesome. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. It's like, dude, that's that's skills right there. You know, starting out when I did, maybe I just hadn't done a wide enough search, but it like the more that this continues and the longer I stay making toys and doing this podcast and things, the crazier things I see. Right, like, yeah, Porpoise is doing phenomenal work where the wrists, like, the hands pop off, the arms pop off, the heads, like, everything. The the jaw moves on the on the dinosaurs, like, dude, stop it. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Um, man, he sent me I uh, the pilot and the uh the glass. Good one. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's just so insane and they fit perfectly and it's like that's crazy that he's making toys and because he's he's putting us out like that's so insane they're so good <laughs> that's what i'm saying man every time i turn on instagram and then start scrolling i'm like oh my god man yeah people are just killing it left and right so good so do you like when you look forward do you plan on uh because making toys I, I, it's always tough to see where people are. If this is just something that you're like, oh, I'll do sometimes, maybe not all the time. Do you plan on doing shows? Do you plan on going to those shows? Like, what is it that you're planning on doing with all this? You know, I I never really thought about it. I did like Slug Toys put on a like a, a tiny show. Yeah, and I that was my first one that I you know I, I contributed some to. Um, but to go to like a, a like a decon or something like that would be pretty cool. I had an opportunity to sell some figures and uh, in Fletch's booth, he he had reached out and I know he kind of like asked a lot of the artists to like, yeah. Hey, send me some stuff. I'll sell them at my booth. That's dope. Um, and I was just like, I, I didn't really know what, what to make. You yeah. know, I, I didn't want to make the same old thing. And I was like, well, I didn't have like too much enough time to really put something together. So I was like, oh, maybe next time. Yeah. So yeah, I hope he uh, hope he hits me up for uh for 2023. That'd be cool. Yeah, that booth was cool. Seeing them uh in person and then seeing like just doing the Lord's work by getting all these artists in that one booth. It's it was a cool Yeah, what a great idea. That sounds like dude, you got a little store going on over there. Yeah. And then always like seeing Spice Dream Toys, that was so rad and getting a couple <laughs> pieces from him. I absolutely loved it. But yeah, it looked like a good time. It was so, and so are, do you have plans to get out to a decon where well, I don't know where you're located? It's CST. So I, I'm in, I'm in Wisconsin, Oh, but I have my, my wife's sister lives in San Diego. So maybe one of these, uh, what is it like November? Is that when they're September? When do they do them? December this coming. Oh, it's December. Yeah. All right. So maybe, maybe December we'll have to, uh, you know, pay a little visit on sunny San Diego. Yeah. I can tell you this though. I don't know about Wisconsin. I think it snows there. Am I right? Oh yeah, there's snow on the ground. Yeah, San Diego doesn't do that. The like. Oh the, really? Yeah, the coldest <laughs> it gets. I think it was like 64 today, and I have a no, sweatshirt. I can on. handle that. Yeah. Right on. Okay. And so. Oh, it was. Oh, we had a heat wave today. It was like it was like 39 degrees today, which is which is it's pretty warm actually for uh, for this time of year. That's insane. Yeah, so we, we're in we're in like negative digits around around Christmas time. 
That's so unreal. That's so unreal to hear. It I hurts. Think yeah, it hurts. I live in, in, in a part of San Diego where like um, all these like, so the storms have been gnarly to all those people that are affected. It yeah. has been intense. And I'm so sorry um, that those things are happening. Yeah. But there are parts of San Diego where the waves in the ocean have get like, they've been intense and all the people that I work with and friends of mine are out surfing during all this. And it's like, it's really hard to feel wow. bad when I'm watching like this awesome thing happen in the moment. And so, yeah, while everyone else is freezing, we've been out surfing. <laughs> do you surf? <laughs> I do not. I, I just go out there and like hang out with the guys as they go out surfing. I, I have no never interest. tried it. Yeah, I have no interest in it. Uh, a friend of mine... Uh, that I knew from college got eaten by a shark and I have no interest in. Yeah. That's, that's a good reason not to. Yeah. But Hey, <laughs> all that to say um, when you, so I'm stoked that you have an interest in doing the shows and stuff. Cause there's people like dove, right. Uh, mm -hmm. At any moment, if you reached out and were like, I want to be in the next show, he'd be like, yeah, let's do this. He absolutely loves. So that's why I'm always interested if people are looking to do that, but it means you got to create runs of like 20, 30 figures. Correct. Which wouldn't be a problem. I mean, I don't yeah. do this full time. Yeah. You know, I, I got a, I got a day job, you know? So like, I'm like a weekend warrior. I'll just kind of putz around on the weekend, maybe, maybe a couple during the day or throughout the week, but uh, depends on what the, what the figure is, you know? Yeah. If it's not anything too crazy, yeah, 20 easy. It just gets tedious as hell. Um, I just hate yeah, one thing I thing. I right. I don't want that's that's the thing. It's like I don't want it to turn into a, a chore, right? Yeah. Once you I you know, I found out I found I found out really quick how how much more I like making toys than it's it's nerve-wracking selling toys. Oh, what you know, you, you when you, well, you, I don't, you hope, you hope people like it. You know, they yep. see the pictures on Instagram and then to have them, you know, delivered and you're like, you got that angst kind of like, oh, are they going to, you know, they're going to still appreciate it, you know, when they get in their hands. Yeah. There's that, there's, you know, there's shipping, you know, boxing everything up is, is super scary. You, you, you know, I, I tend to like over protect things. Yeah you know so i'm I'm kind of putting things in larger boxes and you know you pay a little bit more in shipping but uh i don't know i just i have that i'm I'm afraid someone's gonna get a toy and it's in pieces it's like oh i would i would just feel awful i have had that happen of course once. of course no, well sure sure and I, of course you'd, you know you'd replace it but it's just like yeah. you don't you don't want to have to go through that you know right what's a crazy? lot of these things they're, they're they're one of a kind you know so yeah. it's hard to replace something too I never have issues sending out of the country. The, all the broken ones that have happened, it's only been in the U.S. <laughs> so I I don't know what that Go means. Go figure. They're, yeah, they're kicking my shit down the street. Right, or something. right. But yeah, everywhere else it's fine. Um, I like because I ship, I ship things to people when they're on the podcast, so they've gotten them. Nothing's been broken, so it's awesome. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've yet to get. Yeah, I've yet to have anything broken in mind either. It's, and even stuff coming in, I can't think of anything that, that I've gotten in pieces. Thank God. You, it, it happens, though. It yeah. Happens. I think that is a good defining uh, thing when everyone, like, because it, it only, luckily, I've gotten lucky or with, like, it's been a good customer that's like, hey, this happened. Awesome. I'll replace it immediately. Um, I have never had someone that's like, what the hell? So luckily I've just gotten lucky at that part. Um, yeah. but we, as we uh, approach, uh, the end of this podcast, the last part, I'm sure you've heard it. I love doing it is like plugging everything that you're doing. If you have any other episodes out, if you have anything going on, this is all about you and how we can get your stuff. Well, right on. I got, uh, the latest thing I'm working on is the urban cowboy. I'm testing out some uh, 45D right now with them. Hopefully, I can get some yeah. flex at 90 in. But uh, for the meanwhile, the 45D is holding up pretty good. So hopefully, you'll see some 
figures of uh, him coming out really soon. Dude, I'm so. And those those I should be able to make a, quite a few of. Yeah. So far, so good. That's awesome, 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 awesome. Hey, thank you so much for being on Toys on Tap, dude. It was a true honor, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate that. Finally, a reason to go back to the office. Introducing 9 to 5 Warriors, an exciting new toy line created for the Toys R Us kid that never grew up. Offering 10 unique characters that are perfect for your cubicle or home office. The 9 to 5 Warriors are available through Big Bad Toy Store. Join the battle alongside Major Eraser and the Water Cooler Commandos as they keep the peace. Or wreak havoc with Colonel Custard and the Break Room Bandits. Choose your side as these two forces clash over total office domination. It's every day from nine to five. Warning, do not leave unattended. Each figure sold separately. When you punch out, they come punching in.